podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to your fantasy football show. I'm your host, Guy Drinkle, and joining me is now seemingly my regulars on this podcast. It's Jay Reed and Simon Dowling. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, pretty good. Not bad. Good man. Good man. Yep, How are you all doing, good. Jay? Good. So, I mean, we kind of we promised we'd get another show in before one of the double game weeks, and we did. It was just a later one. Um, but I've got something to gloat about, so we're going to spend a bit of time on the points here, but. I promised it, Simon. You're going first. Go for your points. Okay. So I got 50, 56 points, and that was with a wild card team. And I don't even want to know what I what I would have got if I didn't use the wild card. But I kind of played the wild card more for next week anyway. Um, pretty much got nothing from my front three of Rashford, Aguero, and Jimenez. They got 1-1-2, one, one, which is pretty bleak. Uh, I did pretty well in midfield, actually. Um, I captained, I captained Son, who got a last minute, last minute assist, which meant he got four points, pretty good. Erickson got six, fourteen from Sterling and eleven from De Bruyne. Um, at the back, got five from Vertonghen, six from Robertson, one from the mighty Irishman Shane Duffy, who I nearly put the armband on which would have been an absolute nightmare. And one point from Matt Ryan, while Ben Foster on my bench got a lovely three points. Um, so I got a little bit trapped by that, by the Brighton fixtures on paper, which looked like two potential clean sheets, but which turned out to be a aggregate of, of 7-0 <laughs> against Brighton. So yeah. That's fun. <laughs> uh, I mean, at least you didn't captain Duffy. That's a, that's I know. That's a, a lot of people did. Some people even triple captain him. Oh, crazy God. talk! Absolute craziness. Oh, <laughs> at least you didn't do what to do with it and drop Allison for Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. Oh dear. Um, but Jay, how did you do? Uh, yeah, not a. a bad week uh, above Simon above average so if you take Simon as the the golden standard for our league um, that's not a bad week so I scored 66 um, I did take the same Bruce as Simon and went for a Brighton defender I went for Lewis Dunk and transferred David Louise out and across the two games Dunk got me one point David Louise would have got me two so in effect I've lost points because I took a minus on the transfer Uh my other backline players were Allison, Robertson and Trent. Obviously, clean sheets, so bonuses all around for those lads. Uh, my midfield was the saving grace. I had Sterling with 14 and Pogba at 15. And my armband was on Son. Um, so, he mastered a grand total of eight, given the assist. Um, front line was diabolical. I had Jimenez one, Vardy two, Rondon two. But I will say I did transfer out Callum Wilson. For Tadiwa's favour, Jimenez. So I'm blaming Tadiwa for that. Um, that's fair. That is fair. Yeah, he does bang on that he is his golden boy. So, yeah, Tadiwa, that one's on you. Uh, and I did have Hazard as well. 
I didn't expect him to do that. And thankfully, he rattled the post and scuffed on into Allison. So uh, I'd take the clean sheet points for me back three rather than Hazard having a goal or two. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, he could have had two goals there, but fortunately, he was having an off day in front of goal, but he did play well. Um, so on to me, gloating time. I finally top scorer in one of these goddamn podcasts. Ninety-two points, smashing the average. Just realised I'm in seventy-six thousand eight and eighty-six place on the game week, which is pretty impressive because I don't even know how many players they are. But screw it, I'm going with it. <laughs> So, my team, Allison 7, thank God, Robertson 6, Laporte 2, Pereira 2, Brooks, a big fat 12, who's finally done something since I brought him back in, Mane 9, McNeil 8, Ozil 1, which is just banter, because he came on for literally a second half and I don't think he touched the ball, Wilson 15, there you go Jay, Vardy 2, who I'm sure I'll be bringing up again later on, and my captain, none of this Duffy or Dunk shake, none of this Son, Jimenez, I went for Sterling. Obviously, I wish he did I wish he did screw up, but he got 28 points, which would do me. The sound of a sneak. Yeah. Sterling goes. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, and then God. on my bench, I now not David Luiz with one point, Batshuayi, nil, Lejeune, who's injured, got me nil. So, yeah. David Luiz, one point. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just lovely, isn't it? But yeah, 92 mm. points. I'm winning this. I'm winning Excellent this score. So next week we're not doing a pod because I'll be last again. Um, <clears throat> right. Chuck. You can build on that. Can, there, sorry. I can. Guy, can we just give a special, special mention to Ali? who scored 18 points this game week. Jesus <laughs> he was having a that. He was having a slight moan on the WhatsApp group. Yeah, and I, I just clicked on his team and he did captain Shane Duffy for a grand oh. total of three points. Well, who who I, was his ju- joint top scorer with David Silver and Ben Foster on three points. Oh, oh that's Guys, so, captain outscored Ali's entire team by a quiet fair amount. <laughs> I do hope Ali's doing good this week. Yeah. Oh, well, he has two teams, so he has. He's already mentioned, other, he's already mentioned as, one, so his other one might have done worse. His other team scored forty nine, so a grand total of sixty seven points oh. between the nice. two teams. Ooh. Oh damn, that's uh, that's not pretty. That is not pretty. That. But chaps, I mean, we've got a double game week to talk about. Not as good as other double game weeks, admittedly. We've got a few fixtures. Um, so Simon, I'll start with you. I mean, oh god, I just looked at Watford's fixtures. That's quite nice, but they've got no one to buy. Um, but yeah, Simon, um, we've got another du- double game week. Probably not as good as the other one, as I mentioned. Um, any teams you're looking at there who just jump out of the page at you? Yeah, well, as I said, so I played my wild card last week so I kind of played it for this week really and I went in on Spurs um Wolves and man and oh sorry I got three from Spurs two three two from Wolves and three from Man City so they're kind of the teams that I picked and then two kind of enablers from Southampton um Holberg and Valerie 
because I think they're pretty well priced and they have nice fixtures. So I think those teams were who I had picked out initially. Watford I looked at as well, but like you said, there's not really a lot of options and I managed to avoid the red card of big Troy, which would have been <laughs> a nightmare. So he was probably one of the few that I was thinking. I, I was I was thinking about even doing Rashford for him this week, but now that he's obviously not going to play, I think I'm going to just keep Rashford. But Spurs, I think, have one really, really hard fixture and one and then probably the best fixture and Wolves kind of like that as well. I mean, there's... Watford probably have the two best fixtures mm. on paper, but it's who do you really bring in from them? I mean, Ben Foster would probably be the best pick just because he's nailed on to play and he normally does quite well. Um, and now I guess you've got to think, will, will the likes of Delafeu play both matches? If he did, I think he'd be a fantastic pick. Um, Halabas possibly, but I think he might still be injured. So it's quite tough. There's not really any of the big, like there's not really any of the top teams that have two nice fixtures. So it's quite hard. So I think maybe just trying to pick people who still have something to play for, I think is the most important thing that I'm kind of trying to look at at the moment. Um, Man City, obviously, probably have the hardest fixtures on paper, but Man U are in awful form and Spurs can... You don't know which which Spurs will actually appear. So they could still put a few past both of those teams. So the likes of Sterling, Aguero and De Bruyne, I think, would be the ones I'd be looking at from them. Yeah, I mean, Man City, it's, we're recording on um, the Wednesday morning, so we're not sure who they're playing, who's starting in the Champions League team. But um, it might be best to judge off of that. But it's not exactly a game they can rotate for. But I mean, well, they can because they've got the bench of benches. <laughs> yeah, I imagine you've still got Sterling locked in, um, and probably Aguero, um, and then well, he just plays around with every other position, doesn't he? So that'll probably be the interesting one for Man City. But before I come to you, Jet, I'll just go through the double game week for the, for the listeners, um. Southampton play twice, Arsenal play twice, Man United play twice, Tottenham play twice, Watford twice, Wolves twice. Is it even worth mentioning Brighton at this stage? Does anyone have Brighton? No. Yeah, I'm still I'm still stuck with Ryan and Duffy. Yeah, but you're not going to play them. <laughs> uh, I'm playing my bench booth, so I, I, unfortunately... Oh, God. <laughs> They're minus points coming up. <laughs> Brighton. Probably actually better to not play the bench booth, actually, <laughs> yeah, with there you <laughs> uh, so there's Brighton and then the that's it that's it Brighton's the last one and only Simon's going to play any of them um, with his bench boost so I mean Jay we've gone through the well gone through the teams playing twice there I mean I'm going to focus on one of them uh, in terms of Arsenal I think we mentioned last time we did a pod they've kind of gone under the radar and they've continued to do well in that time and um, I think they're now fourth um off the top of my head, after looking like they were locked in for a Europa League place most of the season. But um, they have Crystal Palace at home and then the Wolves away. And, um, I mean, we ch- before we started recording, we did a little chat about Wolves saying, probably saying the FA Cup game uh, where they lost has pretty much affected them quite badly. So, I mean, that should be two easy fixtures for Arsenal because we know the home form's good, so the Crystal Palace game takes care of itself. But the Wolves game... Probably not the test it was earlier in the season. 
Yeah, it depends fully on what Wolves team actually turn up. I mean, personally, I'd like them to pick up a little bit of form and nail down the Europa League place before they come to Anfield last day of the season. So they're on the beach with the flip-flops on. Um, but, yeah, as, as looking at Arsenal's fixtures, they've got a nice little run of fixtures across the last few games of the season. So I have been tempted to have a look into Arsenal's players myself, but he's a bit like Man City in I am. He just seems to rotate players in and out, and I don't actually know who starts them week in, week out. One week, for example, Aubameyang starts, and the next week it's Lacazette, Ozil's in and out. Um, so I think if you are maybe looking towards Arsenal for the last few games of the season, um, it might be best to look towards the defensive side for what they've actually got left. George, um, I should... don't know about that. <laughs> uh, well, holding me on this one, I'm going with defensive side as in the full-backs. Uh, so they like to obviously bomb forward. Uh, I don't think Kolasinac featured at the weekend, uh, but Monreal did. Um mm. But looking at their main fixtures, obviously you've mentioned Palace at home, Wolves away. Um, the week after, they go to Leicester. Now Leicester have got a horrendous run of fixtures. Um, that could end up any sort of results. And then they finish the season off at home to Brighton and then going to Burnley. So I'm not saying they're keeping clean sheets, but maybe if you look towards the fullbacks and hope that they're going to bomb forward and maybe get some assists. Um that could be an avenue that you do explore. Um, a spoiler alert, I've probably gone for one myself in my transfers this week. Uh, we'll but come yeah, we'll come, we'll come to that later on. Um, and then across the, the other teams, you've got double game weeks. I have got James Ward-Prowse from Southampton, who does seem to like a goal. He's gone quiet the last couple of weeks, but he seems to be one of their key players. I think Redmond this week had a week off mm. where... Uh, an on week where he just sort of got two goals. I don't think he's reliable. Danny Ings could be a potential dark horse as your third striker Shane, option. Shane Long, two and two now, I think. <laughs> Mr. Prolific. If anyone uh, had Shane Long for them two game weeks, they are the luckiest people in the world. Shane Long's name probably had them triple captained. Because <laughs> uh, you get these odd players that randomly have triple captains on them that make no sense. Uh, but yeah... Uh, this double game week, I think, as much as it's interesting for fantasy football, I think it's massive in terms of the season as well. Um, obviously, as you said, we're recording before the fixtures in the Champions League tonight with Man City and Spurs and Liverpool Porto. Um, but next week, I think I'll have a big say in the title race as well. So maybe for myself, it's a case of fantasy football might actually sit on the back burner and then I'll check it Thursday morning and see how I've done. Um, because I will be probably too engrossed in what's going on on the field and mm. what's going on on the computer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's uh, fantasy football's got to take a back seat when hopefully Tottenham can save a good performance for the Premier League and not just in the Champions League. Um, but Simon, I mean, we're sticking with the double game week. We mentioned Arsenal there, and you mentioned another one who have the best two, the two best fixtures in the double game week is probably Watford. Um, you mentioned Troy Deeney, who probably was the most ownable asset um, there. Obviously got a red card, and I don't think it's been um, bleh, I don't think it's been um, taken away or anything like that so far. Um, get me words out there, but yeah, it's anyone at Watford you look at. I mean, you mentioned Ben Foster. I mean, is a 
Andre Gray, any anyone tickle your fancy outside of them? them? Mm, not really. Um, maybe Decore is a little bit of a, a strange mm. one. He's actually got a lot of points. This like he's on one hundred thirteen points, which is just one point behind Pereira out of the rest of their midfielders. He's only five point nine. He doesn't. He's kind of one of those weird ones, isn't he? He like Miller Miller Tovich from. Uh, Palace, he just he plays very deep, but he's he's been kind of on a little fair, nice little run of form, and he does score quite a few. I mean, like he scored five and got six assist and got six assists this year, which is I mean not bad for five point nine, I suppose. And with those two fixtures, that could be someone to look at. Um, maybe another defender. Um, Halabas actually is out with hamstring, so um. Kiko for Mimino, I think mm. he's nailed. It's but again, it's a little bit like Arsenal. They they seem to rotate a fair bit at the back. Jan Mad as well. He's always a nice pick, but I don't think he's really nailed on anymore. So there's not. I don't know how they're gonna line up at the back. That's why I'd probably look at Ben Foster, just because he's definitely gonna play both of the matches. Um, but there's not a lot of options really, is there? Gray just. I just no, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he's good. I just don't think he's that good that he'll really be effective, even if he is, you know, taking over from the role of Big Troy. I wonder who takes their penalties though now that he's out. That would be possibly um, something to look into. If we know any Watford fans who might be able to answer that, I don't know who would take them for them. Hughes as well as another possible option if you're mm-hmm. looking for a cheap midfielder, four point nine. He, he he might get like maybe one assist or something and a clean sheet. I mean, it wouldn't be too bad over both of the fixtures. Isaac, success definitely the one. Do you um, think he'll play? I um, guess maybe. Yeah. If the player two up top, it might be the one. I mean, he's four point five, so I mean, people might just have him as a random bench player anyway. So it might be worth starting. Just for that, but yeah. To note that he scored one goal and got one assist all season. <laughs> Time to shine. Time to shine. Time to step up now. How many minutes has he played? Okay, that's more than, Nine, more than that. 987. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, he's played more than that. But he might get a game. But yeah, Watford, it's a, it's a weird it's a weird one. Yeah, really. Um, Who else are we looking at here? Man City. Um, Simon, I'll stick with you. Um, got, Very tough, isn't it? Yeah. Got um, Tottenham. Really hard to know. Mm. Ah, it's such a tough. It's like it's two must-win matches for them, though, as well. So you, as we were talking about earlier, you would expect them to play their first team. I don't even know what their first team is, but you, I think Sterling would probably start both of them. I'd say just because he has to play. I think for them to win, <clears throat> Aguero as well. And De Bruyne seemed to be um, back to his old self last week. So I don't think I'd go... I wouldn't look at anyone from their back anyway. I don't think they'll keep clean sheets in either of those fixtures myself. I think both of those teams will score. But um, it's really hard. I think I'm going to wait and see how they do in against Spurs in the Champions League match. Mm. Um I have a feeling if they get knocked out, they might spiral and 
lose both of those or something, you know. But we or they dream. could <laughs> it's really, dream. I know. I just <laughs> the ultimate. But I mean, I'm like I do have three of them in my team, and I was thinking about putting the armband on Sterling possibly. Um, I mean, like I like they definitely will score. I mean, they're home to Spurs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at home to Spurs and Manu are just absolutely just shambles at the back. So they will score, but yeah, it's just again, it's just hard. I mean, that's just tough. It's just it's just like the worst fixtures for a double game week, isn't it? But they're such a good team that you can't not have them. So just gotta mm. hope that. You pick the right ones. And I think most people will have probably two or yeah, three definitely. already, so it's not it's not ones to get rid of. Because I mean, Tottenham, no, definitely Tottenham love screwing up against Man City. I, I think I can't remember yeah. in the league when Tottenham <laughs> beat them really, uh, which is lovely for us as fans. And, and, and as we oh, say, yes. Man, United, Man United are still playing Phil Jones, so there you go. It's all the explanation you need. Um, Jay, from your point of view, I mean, Man City, tough fixtures, but, I mean, you can't really get rid of them, can you? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I've, I've only got Raheem Sterling myself, um, and I was having a little look around to see if I could get any other players in, but as I've said, you can't trust Pep because he likes to rotate too much. It would not be a surprise even if Jesus started one of them games, maybe the one at Old Trafford, uh, given Aguero probably starts tonight and the weekend, um, because he has had a little bit of a knock. And then I've had Sané in the past. He can't be relied on as a starter. Uh, he seems to rotate with Mahrez. David Silva's even been rotated with Bernardo Silva. De Bruyne looks probably a shoo-in at the moment in midfield, but... He doesn't seem to complete the full 90 because he's coming back from a few layoffs. So I think if you're going to have one guaranteed, it's probably stick with Sterling. Um, mm. And as Simon mentioned, the back line, it's, it's not the most solid at the moment. Um, they do seem to be conceding soft goals. Um, so you probably can't rely on them for the clean sheet bonus. Um, and I don't actually know who's fit and ready at the back line for Man City because I know Companies being in and out, and then Otamendi and Laporte, Mendy himself. Uh, so it, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a gamble, I think, if you're going to go with Man City. And I think deep down, as Liverpool fans, uh, the majority who will, will listen to this, I think we we probably want them to screw up. So in that moment, I'm just hoping that if I don't pick any of their players, I won't live to regret it. Um, but yeah, coming on to other teams that have got the other double game weeks really there, there isn't a lot out there I mean you could probably go with maybe a couple of attackers from Spurs if you look at Son mm. obviously he registered as a midfielder I think a few people have probably jumped on him giving Kane as out um, and maybe a few people might look at Lucas Moura but again it depends on who starts tonight for them we don't, we don't know uh, at this current stage who is going to play so I think maybe if you're going to make some transfers and look at those two teams, then it's probably one best wait until Thursday or Friday and see who comes through games, who starts and who's fit. Yeah, absolutely. That's the best way of doing it. I mean, this probably only be out for a couple of hours, if that, before the game anyway. So it's um, 
it's a it's a it's a strange one really. It's a strange one. Um, with Man City and Spurs, yeah, Son. I wouldn't be. I think he was one of the most transferred in last last week, and I won't be surprised if it's the same this week. Um, because Man City's a bit of a free hit. If if the score, it'll probably be Son and Brighton's probably the easiest fixture in 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 the Premier League at the minute. Um, as Simon mentioned earlier. Um. But yeah, that'll do it for the double game week. I mean, nothing too much to mention on, on Wolves. Um, somewhat dependable. And they've got Brighton, so maybe Jimenez is, is worth a punt and Arsenal um, defensively, we know. Um, so maybe Jimenez has gone back to being a, a good option. Um, but yeah, we'll come to transfers, Jay. I know you've done yours, so I might as well start with you. Yeah, um, I'd done them last night. As I said, I was slightly bored. Um I've made two this week, so obviously I've taken a minus four. Um, my first one is a bit of a risk. I've taken Trent out, and I've gone with Nacho Monreal. Now, purely because I think we will probably keep a clean sheet against Cardiff, um, but I just see through the last week of the season, it's a long-term decision over the next like four or five weeks. Um I think we might actually see Gomez come in for a game or two just to give mm. him some minutes. So I think maybe the, the week after when we play Huddersfield on the Friday is probably an ideal game for Joe Gomez to get maybe 60 minutes under his belt. So I'm thinking maybe long-term with Trent there. I've kept Robertson. Um, and obviously, Monreal's got two games, as we've mentioned, but Arsenal. And then me second transfer, I've taken out Vardy because Leicester... I've got a horrendous run of fixtures. Even though Vardy likes a big game, I just think at the moment that they're a bit of an unknown with Brendan there. It's just he's just seeing at the end of the season, then he's just gonna fuck it up in the summer with his transfers. But I've gone for uh, <laughs> so true. I'm, I'm I'm aiming towards Lalana and Lovren. If if he's interested, they are available. Um, oh, aye. I've put Bobby Firmino in because I just aye. think. Out of our front three, he's probably the one who will start every game. Um, I can see Divock probably getting a run out for Mane in a game or two wide. Um, I might, I mean, we might see Daniel Sturridge, but at the moment, the way he's been coming on the pitch, he just looks like he's just there because Jürgen's pushed him onto the pitch and told him to get out there for 10 minutes and put on a red shirt. He doesn't seem to be moving with any sort of vigour or desire to want to play so um, I think over the next couple of league games we will see Salah and Mane giving a blow um, so Shakiri and Origi will probably come in the wide positions but Bobby will probably start and then complete about 75 minutes and I just think the fixtures we've got he's probably going to pick up a goal or two and his assists will probably rack up as well so yeah they're me, me two this week and I'm potentially playing me bench boost given the fact um, he couldn't start and line up, contains five players who've got two, six players who've got two games, and then me three players on the bench have also got two games, because I'm not including mm. Button from Brighton, who's just there because he was a cheap keeper. So I think it probably makes sense for me this week to play me bench boost. No, that definitely makes sense. That definitely makes sense. And whilst you were speaking there, I have got a couple transfer queries. But don't worry, Simon, we will come to you. But um, this is the start. This is the stage of the show where I do live transfers and screw up my team. Um, <laughs> so, with the fact that Leicester have horrendous fixtures, I mean they've got a good one or a 
decent this well this week, but after that it's a bit screwed because they've got West Ham this week, uh, West Ham away this week, and then after that it, it's terrible. So I think you can keep Vardy. You can probably keep Vardy in that poor stretch. But um, right, five five mil upwards mid defenders because I'm gonna get rid of Pereira because they're not very good defensively anyway. Because I don't know why they keep playing Morgan and all that old people, but. Yeah, I'm going to get rid of Pereira because I don't think they'll keep a clean sheet against West Ham. Never mind the good teams to come. So, Simon, any five mil upwards defenders that jump out at you? Monreal, I think. Um, Jay already mentioned him. Uh, as I mentioned, a Watford defender, but I just it's just a matter of picking which one. And then maybe even possibly if you don't have a Wolves defender... Uh, I think most people probably still have Tardy at this point, but um, I think one of the, them could be home to Brighton. Could be a nice one for 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 the Wolves defender, or uh, maybe a Spurs defender, someone like for Tangan. Mm. But Spurs have, uh, yeah. But I think maybe. If it was me, I'd probably go for Monreal, I think, actually. Just because he has pretty good attacking threat as well. And But Arsenal are really bad defensively. That's the problem. But, and the away fixtures are a worry. Do you have any Wolves defenders? Uh, I do Watford not. Defenders? I, don't have, I don't have a Wolves player or a Watford player. Mm. Watford. Um, who starts for Watford? Cathcart. <laughs> I think it's Kafka. They're all Kabaselli, so cheap, Kafka. though, you see. Yeah. yeah. They're all pretty cheap, so. Doherty. Big Doherty. Yeah, Doherty's probably the Bit one. Bit of a rotation risk, though, isn't he? He has been benched a couple of times mm-hmm. randomly for no reason, but you'd imagine that will stop now that they're only looking at the league. Yeah, I think Doherty. I was leaning toward Kalasnia. Oh, I've been out his name. Well, I think... At Arsenal? Yeah. I, I yeah, but he didn't play last week, which is w- yeah. weird. That's, I was, was looking at him game, too. Hmm. I thought he can't... He's like pretty much Marcus Alonso, but, you know. <laughs> um, so they might think he can't defend away from home, but yeah, I think they'd have a home then two away games, so that might not be the best strategy, actually. So I, I think between Monreal and Doherty, I probably... God, Arsenal can't defend, can they? <laughs> just, just that bad. Um, I think I, may, is... I think I may go back to Doherty, you know, because Brighton, if he plays against Brighton, I mean, Brighton are bad. Arsenal at home, uh, Wolves like a game against the big lads. And then you've got Watford, who'd be a big game, Fulham, Chubby, and then us. So, I mean, that's at least three good games out of five, so that, that should be all right for Doherty. Um Jay, any, any, I know you, you, you've gone for Monreal yourself, and, and, and were you considering any other defenders in that price bracket? Yeah, uh, Matt Dozy stood out, and I've got a bit of a wild card shout. Um, oh, do go, do tell. Uh, it's a gamble, I will say. Uh, just, Ryan just... Bertrand. Oh. Uh, Southampton have got a double game week coming up, albeit they're both away fixtures in Newcastle and Wofford. And then they've got Bournemouth at home, West Ham away, Huddersfield at home. Now, they need to get, I would say, at least 
four, maybe six points on the board to guarantee safety. And the way Hassan, who's last on playing, they do like to go forward. All right, he's in the past few game weeks, he's not scored dramatic uh, points, but he's picked up a couple of six points with clean sheets. Um, and I could imagine maybe a couple of clean sheets in there and maybe an assist or two. So at 4.8 million, he might be worth a gamble. Um, I mean, I'm not saying he's a banker, but if you're looking to save a few quid and maybe get in a few players towards the last end of the season, um, he might save you half a million maybe on who, who you currently have. So it's a, it's a it's a bit of a gamble, but there's not many players out there who you're looking at and saying, yeah, well, they're probably going to keep clean sheets other than the Liverpool lads and they don't really come at a cheap price. So I imagine you've already got Robertson and another, whether it be Alisson or one of the other back lads. Yeah, so, I mean, Liverpool's fixtures on paper look like we should be keeping four clean sheets. Um, I imagine we'll probably keep three. Um, But if you're looking around the league for somebody else, then obviously we've discussed City and Spurs. Uh, at the moment, they look like they're not going to keep clean sheets over the next double game week. So it's a Wolves are probably the the safer bet. But if you want to gamble, then maybe maybe go Southampton. Oh, I do like a gamble, but I don't like Ryan oh, well. Bertrand. Um, oh, maybe it, maybe it's one to just we, we've discussed and we'll keep an eye on, and then we'll see how we we come off the other side next week. Yeah, because if I do it, he'll play he'll play terrible. If I don't, he'll probably keep like. Free clean sheets. <laughs> um, I'm edging towards Doherty at the minute, but we'll think about this in the background because I do have another transfer dilemma. Um, Dwight McNeil, probably this or half season, probably been the cheap bargain that people have picked up because I mean he he plays every week for Burnley and done quite well, especially in recent weeks. Um, but Burnley's fixtures are one of the worst in the league, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Chelsea away, Man City home, Everton away, Arsenal at home. Not very good. Um, but I have a lot of money in the bank. Even if I do that Doherty um, uh, transfer, if I took McNeil out, I would have 9.3 mil to play with. So, lads, free reign. What the fuck? I know, I know. <laughs> 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 uh, I know, lads. But lads, find me a midfielder. I mean, I I'm gonna get. I'm gonna disregard Son for this because that's the easy answer. Find me a midfielder for nine point three. Yeah, Naby Keita. Ooh, Ooh. seven point one million. That's interesting. That's a punt. That that that's the one that stood out to me straight away. I've just put. Up to 9.5 million, excluding the lads I've got, so Son's not in there. Um, your top price is obviously Son A and Ericsson. Um, as mentioned, we don't know with the rotation policy there. Then you come down the list, you've got David Silva, Mares, Ozil, you said you have, Bernardo Silva. And then you come into the mid table fodder of Sigurd and Martial Ramsey, Willian, and then Keita. Um Is he the guy who Klopp's now looking to, to just? Finish off the season on a on a big high. I mean, he's he's a gamble. I I'll be honest. My very very first team this season, I did have Naby Keita in there, and my team name is after Naby Keita, so hmm. that is my punt. I'm afraid. That is quite interesting. That's quite interesting. I mean, Simon, would you would you think Naby is a lock in now? Because we know Klopp 
he, he's done this in the past. He's played a little, yeah. he's played midfield a couple of games in a row, and you think, all right, something to build up, and then boom, Adam Lallana. Yeah, and I mean, I don't think he'll play, but Ox is a possibility of oh, getting no, 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 minutes. You can't, maybe you can't swindle me, Mister Dowling. <laughs> Not to buy him in, but I mean that might take minutes off the pitch for Naby possibly. Um, I he he's he's that's that's huge risk, <laughs> huge risk for me. But it's you never know. Um. I was going to say Redmond. Mm. He is a and safe bet. Redmond, if you need money to invest elsewhere, could be a call. But if you want to spend all of the money, then, I mean, I guess maybe you've got like the likes of Ericsson, Martial, possibly, but their fixtures aren't great. Lucas Moura, if Sane do you think he started, can repeat another hat-trick? If Sane was guaranteed to start both games, he'd yeah, be fighting. That's the definitely. thing. That's the thing, but I mean, he'll probably play 60 minutes in one, and then 15 what about, what about uh I've got two more for you guys when you get ready. Go on, then. 6.7 million, Henrik Mkhitaryan. Oh, Given nice. Arsenal, I've got some very tasty fixtures coming up, and Attacking wise, he could be mm. one who probably does feature more than Ozil. And mm. then actually, I've got two more. I think one of them you might have is Ryan Fraser. No, I went Brooks. So they, they, they you went Brooks, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they've got Fulham, Southampton, Spurs, yeah. and Palace. So it, it's it's okay mm-hmm. fixture, but it's boring if you can't be relying on. And then one more, uh, sorry, is Diego Jota, 6.2 million. He's been playing a lot more of an attacking role for Wolves. Um, they've got a double game week, as we've said, coming up both at home to Brighton and Arsenal. And I've just read a quick stat. His seven goals and six assists this season have all come at home. So that could be one that you might look at. Selected by 6.7% of people, so not a lot of people have him. Um, and then they've got Watford away and Fulham at home before they travel to Anfield on the last day of the season. Interesting. I'll mm. be honest with you, mm. lads. I There's a lot of options Son. there. I excluded Son because it's going to be Son. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, I have one other person that I have in my team who I think is a huge, t- t- like a really good differential, mm. Kevin De Bruyne. He scored Ooh. 11 points in, in both of his last two fixtures. How Each much of is those eleven, eleven, nine point seven. Ooh, now he me. might play both of those fixtures, but he's apparently he played very, very well in the last match, and he's played ninety minutes in the last two Premier League fixtures and got eleven points in each. He's my little sneaky pick, but mm, how how many? How much is he on by? Four point six, four point three percent. That's a lovely differential. I mean, I can't afford him, but for people who's listening, I mean, if you can't. Oh yeah, sorry, you're nine point three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good show. He's a cheeky little punt for anyone who wants to bring it. I, I think he'll play every match for the rest of the season, personally. But maybe miss one. But I think he'll, think he'll definitely play Spurs and Manu unless he gets. He's probably going to get injured tonight. Now watch, I'll curse myself. Oh dear. <laughs> Hope so. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I gladly 
like get no points in my FPL team if mm. it means that Man City get twelve injuries. <laughs> the Schofield about team. I know that's <laughs> they need at least twelve to be even effective. Uh, but right, uh, that's both my transfer dealings. I mean, Vardy maybe discuss if we have time for it because I will be moving off him next week. But Simon, your transfer dilemmas. Zero. I have no transfer dilemmas. I'm not making any transfers now. Because my wild my my wild card team was really forward this week. Apart from um I was thinking about taking Duffy out, but I think I'm better I think I'm gonna roll my transfer for next week because I wanna bring in um at least two Liverpool players because at the moment they only have Robertson so I want to get back either Mo Salah and Mane or one and a defender maybe Van Dijk and Mo or Van Dijk and Mane um, so I figure I'm better just hanging on to a transfer I've got all of my players play two fixtures apart from R- Robertson so I'm pretty well set up for this week although that does include Ryan and Shane Duffy, which is um, not great, but I can kind of leave them two on my bench for the rest of the for the rest of the season anyway, and, sh- and I should and I should be fine with that. So yeah, no trust. Simon, no for me. Mm-hmm. Simon, have you put Matt Ryan on your bench and your starting lineup and put Allison on your bench? Oh, I I have Ryan and Foster. Oh, sorry. I thought you'd put Alison on your bench or Ryan. I was going to say. That's to do you. Oh, to do you, what is it? All right. That would would be suicide because I'd probably give Alison the clean sheets over Ryan's two games. Yeah. I know I'm I'm bench boosting as well. So I've got, um, at the moment, not not that it really matters, but I've got Ryan, Hoberg, Valerie and Robertson on my bench. So that would be my bench boosters. Interesting. It's not amazing, but it's okay. Interesting. Well, we do have time to discuss Vardy then, because of what you may have had. Yeah, yeah. Too. That's right. Yeah, right. I've got n- that's me. Cool. <laughs> right. Right. Back to my problem. I'm not going to take a minus eight people. I'm not. That, I'm not that. I'm not that same person anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I might do. Um, right. You made enough last week that you can afford to take at least a minus twelve now, guy. Come on. Oh, that's, how, that's how it works. <laughs> don't. I mean, West Ham are bad. Um, yeah. No. Next week, well, next week. So anyway, Vardy, um, Jay. Obviously, you did uh, you did this transfer with Firmino already, which makes sense because I think they're pretty much priced the same. Yep, point, point two difference. Uh, so it makes sense there. Um, bit of a, a tough one to discuss this one, really, because I mean, outside of Lacazette and Firmino, there's not too many options in in a similar price bracket. So. I mean, when when you were changing Vardy, were you looking at anyone else outside of Bobby? I was tempted uh, maybe to go with Rashford, but mm. that was a ga- it's a gamble. Um, mm. But at seven point four million, it's a gamble that you can probably take, um, given United are awful at the back, um, and going obviously they've got two games this week, and then they've got uh, Chelsea, Huddersfield. And I can't think for the last last game of the season they've got Cardiff. So you'd imagine they'd probably rack up a couple of goals there. So that was probably the only other 
bargain buyer was sort of aiming towards um, in terms of the mid the mid striker range. But obviously, Rashford's the the middle to lower end of the the price bracket. Um, Vardy, as as you said, is a gamble because he likes a goal against the big teams. Yeah. But I just think Leicester at the moment are all over the place, um, and you you can't guarantee whether they're going to turn up, whether they're going to keep a clean sheet, whether they're going to score two or three. Um, so it was sort of the the obvious change should be um, looking around the rest of the league. The the lower price strikers, um, you would have probably said maybe have a dabble on the likes of Chris Wood, but his fixtures are horrendous coming off of Burnley. Yeah. Um, there's nobody else who really stands out because uh, Big Roy seems to have gone back to Big Chris um, and put Michi back foreign, on the bench. Yeah, that's foreign, thanks um, I was going to get rid of Michi. I still got to do that. Ah, <laughs> yeah, you did mention that at the yes, start. I got to get rid of Michi. Maybe I am taking a mind of it. <laughs> well, uh, as Simon okay. says, you've got the points to burn. Exactly. Right. New new problem, lads. Mitchy. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. <laughs> uh, how, how much do you have? Uh, I have seven if I get rid of Mitchy. Have you got Wilson? Wilson I, I do. Was say I, as have well. Wilson. Yeah. I have Wilson. I already Vardy. have Wilson. Yeah. So I'll keep Vardy for a week. You could lads. go Wilson and King, the double up. Oh, God, to... no. Is it just as easy <laughs> as going to Jimenez? Oh, him and actually, yeah. If you do, if you don't have, I think if you don't have him, I think he's yeah, he's he's your man. Or oh, super, super Danny Ings, come on! Oh no. god, <laughs> no. Shane Long. Oh, oh. <laughs> guy's going to cut us off in a second. <laughs> Catching fire there. Um, I think to me, Jimenez is the best pick. But if you want to take a little bit of a risk. Gray, um, would even though I don't think he's a, a, a he's pretty bad, but I mean in theory he's going to be up front with nice fixtures. Hmm. But I don't know if he is. I think you've got to go Jimenez though. We've got the two games. I think yeah, I think yeah. so. We've and got... he's probably pretty good for the for afterwards as well. I mean they've yeah, got pretty Watford nice and Fulham for the rest of the good. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he tends to score. Most of the time, yeah. So, chaps, I'll go for any transfers. <clears throat> I won't confirm them because of the Europe Europe fixtures. But um, oh god, who the hell did I take Doherty out for? <laughs> um, Pereira, Pereira for Doherty. Pereira, yeah. Um, McNeil for Son, and then Mitchy for Jimenez. So, I'm liking the sound of that. That's pretty good because even though you're taking. Two hits, you're getting people that are playing twice as much as the people who you took out. So, in theory, they should at least make up the hit. I mean, if they just start out of the matches, mm. they should get four points. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And I mean, Son against Brighton, if he does, yeah, play, I mean, but even should, if he comes off the bench, score off the bench be, you know, yeah. yeah, he should do something. And him and his, I mean, I think he, what is he got Brighton, yeah, Brighton, so he should do stuff there. So I think I will confirm that tonight. Well, I'll confirm two of them now. And then if hopefully Son doesn't get buggered tonight. There we go, lads. I've confirmed the Wolves, lads. And then I will confirm Son later in the week. So there's live transfers screwing up my team with Gardrigal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So lads, we'll move on to um, the fixtures and have a little focus on who, where we think points will come from. Um, so Jay, I mean, I'm sure you've got the fixtures in front of you. Any, I mean, you can pick, you can pick two as a cluster if you want as part of the double game week. But in terms of teams, who are you looking at to for guaranteed points as a safety pick? Um. I'm going to say Liverpool, obviously. Um, I do fancy us to go to Cardiff and rack up a few goals. I think, obviously, Cardiff, given the result last night, are going to be in a buoyant mood. and They might be naive enough to actually come out at us and try and have a go. And we'll pick them off. Um, we've got four days rest between tonight's fixture and going to Cardiff. And then we've got another four days between we play again at Huddersfield. I think if... If anything, this is the, the stage of the season now where these next two fixtures, we've got to at least rack up eight to ten goals in the goal difference column and put that pressure on Man City just in case it does somehow come down to goal difference. At least these are our opportunities now to to close that gap um, because Man City seems to only be scored in ones and twos on the mm. goal difference column. Um, we've kept track of them over the last few weeks, but these these are the games that I see us really picking up the the points on them. Um, other teams, obviously, we've we've touched on Man City and Spurs as being a potential gamble. Um, I do like the look of Watford, but as we say, we don't know who's going to to rack up the points for them. But um, I think as we, you've just touched on Raul Jimenez at home, Brighton and Arsenal. I would probably say, for me, he is the the guy who's probably going to rack up at least double figures, maybe high teens over the next week. I mean, it's putting me neck on the line, but there's no one else who really stands out who's probably got a double game week. (laughs) Yeah, I have I've not I've not selected my captain this week, and he could be a potential option for it because I don't see. I don't see Son playing full 90 minutes in both fixtures. I don't see Sterling playing full 90 minutes in both fixtures. Um, I've got a couple of United lads. We'll brush over that. Um, so, me on, the other op- <laughs> me on the other option was for me now because I, I do think we'll rack up the goals the weekend. Um, so, I think it'll be me, me captain seeing me faithful going for me now or Jimenez. Um, other than that, it, it's it's hard to pick this week because the double game weeks are they're so close together, and the, the teams that you would look at the points that they've got pretty tough fixtures. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll discuss we'll discuss captains in the more. Uh, that's what we'll finish on. Um, Simon, just you on the fixtures. Any any fixture that's jumping out at you is maybe a way to get I don't know surprise points or just simply just to rack up points. I think Bournemouth are home to mm. Fulham. And Chelsea home to Burnley, who we haven't mentioned. I think that's a, a, a pretty big fix for them. I, I, I personally don't have anyone from there in in my team. But if I was if like I was playing a free like a free hit this week, Hazard would definitely be in my team. I think that's a pretty good, pretty nice fix for them. Um, and then also the Wolves fixtures as well. Yeah, that's a good. And it is making. Is. Yeah, I'm very tempted to captain Jimenez as well. 
something for me to do it now. It's a, it's a really hard week to pick captain, actually, I think. Because, I mean, strangely, you're going to laugh at me for this, but I'm considering captaining Ben Foster. <laughs> I mean, easily, easily, Watford should keep a clean sheet in one of those two fixtures. And possibly if he gets, say, he could come out with eight or nine points overall, which isn't too bad for a, a captain, but it's, I don't think I have the balls to captain a goalkeeper. <laughs> I think him and I don't think I've ever had that. Su- I don't think we've ever had that suggested on the show. Really? <laughs> and I don't think so. Maybe Allison. It's a weird one. Maybe Allison at the start of the season. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those ones that you, I mean, it's, he's got a very low potential that he could score, you know, eight or nine, but he's probably not hit on a maximum of, say, 12. But, you know, Jimenez could easily get, like, 20 points or something. Mm. Or he could get three. Yeah, that's an interesting one. That's, that's, a, that's one for thinking, yeah. It is. To know. It is. For me, captain-wise, um, I mean, you've mentioned all the fixtures I was going to pick Bournemouth myself. Um, but now thinking about that, I have two Bournemouth players, so that's a lot of riding on it. So I might take one of them out for David Luiz, who's on my bench at the minute. But in terms of my captain pick, I'd probably keep it on Sterling at the minute, just to try and do my part in jinxing him. Um, but yeah, I think I think it'll be Sterling captain and Jimenez vice captain and see how that goes, because it we can't all just recommend him and his because it will definitely get two points at the most. Um, that's how it works. But yeah, um, any other things you lads want to bring up before we finish? Take ladders or not. Um, but we will finish up there. <laughs> <laughs> we will finish up there, lads. And thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>